episode number 694, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the Chief Visionary Officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you and where are you? I love uh, visiting regions around the world via online, and this week, I've, uh, or just recently, I've been in Malaysia. And so I, I'm unable to tell you all the places I go every week. <laughs> now there's so many, but that was, that was one of the largest that I've been to recently. So. Oh, great. Uh, listen, I have a, a guest today. Her name is Claudia Thompson, and Claudia started her career on the BNI director team as a launch director five years ago, and she's launched nine chapters in the Boston area. Uh, and by the way, Claudia, I kicked off uh, Boston with uh, the original director there, Patty Salvucci. I was, Salvucci. The, <laughs> I was at the very first launch. Um, so for over a year, she served as the area director of Suffolk County and most recently was appointed to lead the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion panel for BNI US. Uh, Claudia is a proud BNI member for 17 years. Claudia, you probably joined when you were like 18. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Claudia currently serves as a board chair of the Boston Women's Fund. She's a founder and organizer of Single Mothers United and is a founding director of Boston Business Women. In her spare time, Claudia loves spending time with her son, Michael, and she also loves staying active by performing with the dance company Boston Bollywood. <laughs> I love it. Running marathons and hiking trails. Uh, Claudia, welcome to BNI Podcast. Thank you so, so much, uh, Ivan. Thank you uh, for having me here. Well, it, it's my pleasure. And, and this is a really important topic. And we all know in the U.S. how important this is. But the truth is, this is important globally, uh, maybe for different reasons. It might be um, that chapters are highly represented uh, with one gender or another, or it might be uh, ethnicity. It's often age. So this is a topic, although it's uh, front and center in the United States, it's a topic that I think is valid worldwide. And I'm really glad that you are here. So talk to us about why diversity, equity, and inclusion is good for our chapters in business worldwide. Absolutely. So I'm going to break this up. Uh, you know, first, I'm going to talk about the diversity piece. Uh, you know, so obviously, diversity creates strength, right, and power. Um, you know, there's that old phrase that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And this is most accurate, obviously, when all of the parts aren't exactly the same. So you build a stronger, more robust and more effective network when you broaden your horizon, uh, you know, similar to like you, you mentioned this actually in, in Networks are Clumpy in that uh, in that um I think I forgot when you had released that, but it's, yeah, it's a podcast and, a, and a, I wrote it in a book that they're they're clumpy. That's the technical term, but they, yeah. you know, we hang out with people like ourselves too much. Exactly, exactly, right. Um, and then you know, so when it becomes so, so that is just more of like okay, the look of it, right? Like the aesthetics are the diversity piece of it. But then mm -hmm. when we go into the equity and inclusion piece, um, you know, they're intertwined with our core values, right? particularly building relationships, lifelong learning, positive attitude, recognition. 
Um, you know, and being a truly culturally inclusive uh, leader is the only way to be effective and create positive change. So anything less than that, and, and you look like you're actually putting on a show, it becomes more performative. So, um, you know, and, and again, thinking about contact theory, uh, what you talk about, you know, the more that we interact with those who appear different than us, mm -hmm. um, then the more comfortable that we become with them as well. So, you know, I know for myself, um, you know, the guys in my group, they love it's it. We were more women when we launched. Uh, I've been a member for a long time, but then I launched a new group that I joined and we, and so now it seems to be more men uh, currently. And so a lot of them will say, Oh, I had a one-to-one -one. We, we got together, nine of us, you know, at the golf course. And I'm like, really? Like, okay. I'm not but sure that's a one-to-one, -one, but understand. <laughs> exactly. But like, presumably as a black woman, they don't know that I own my own clubs. So then I'll have to say, well, hey guys, if you want to ask me. And so a lot of times that's who they'll bring are people that they golf with or, yeah. uh, you know, I was part of a chapter that, you know, everybody belonged to the same religious, you know, um, temple. Uh, so like there's different, you know, groups that they stay together and that's totally fine. But I think when you start expanding uh, and getting to know people, you find that you actually have more in common than you realize. You do. And the truth is that you, you, when you uh, diversify your network and you have people in there that don't look like you, sound like you, aren't the same age, don't have the same educational background, you have people who are connectors, who connect you to those groups of people that you don't have a, a clear link with. And that's one of the reasons why it's much more powerful to have a diverse network. I mean, it's good business and mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. So, um, diversity, in, in, inclusion, equity, uh, uh, talk a little bit about that um, in terms of um, how that fits within a chapter. I mean, you, you talked about the, the, the golfing, which I think is a great example. Any, any other examples? Absolutely. So we actually did, you know, on the, the core, corporate owned side of, of BNI, we have core talks every Friday uh, at 12 noon Eastern. And we did one, uh, we did like a panel on diversity. This was like last year, you know, after uh, the, you know, uh, the uprisings uh, of racial injustice after George Floyd. And we, we had a, a really frank conversation, right? Um, something that we didn't know was needed. And I think 90% of the people that signed up for it, like attended the event. It was kind of wild. Um, but we had a panel of a lot of different directors. Uh, so we had one uh, Latin um, director from uh, you know a gentleman, and then the rest of us were black women. And I'll, oftentimes, even I'll join like an area director call, and the first time, you know, while we when we went online, I'll say, "Oh, like we we don't say it. It's just we just automatically think there's another one, right?" Yeah. There's and and we, and when we had these conversations on that panel, we talked about, "Oh wow, yeah, my experience of BNI is when I joined, it was mostly fill in the blank, you know, mostly older men, older white." men or white chapter. Um, but we usually, and whatever it is, you know, like a lot of women say that, you know, had said that over the years, I think that we've actually sort of leveled that off. Um, but that, that sense of, you know, is there a lot of people in positions of like being a director or even members? Are they there? Are they out there? So I think, um, you know, I think it's important to make sure that there's representation because it really matters. Uh, and even one of the, the area directors had said, when I first attended, I loved what BNI was about, you know, the structure of it all. But does this work for people like me who look like me? And oftentimes, as people of color, we are asking ourselves that question. 
or if you're in any marginalized group, you're mm -hmm. often asking, since I don't see other people like myself, are they going to be interested in doing business with me? Yeah. So I, I want to I I make a statement, which at first may sound controversial, and that is diversity mm -hmm. is a fact. Inclusiveness mm -hmm. is a choice. Now, what I mean by that is either a group is diverse or it's not. You know, there's nowhere in between. They, they either are or they aren't uh, diverse. But what is a choice is inclusiveness. And I think sometimes we look at our group and we say, well, you know, look, we're open to anybody, but we don't include them. Mm -hmm. We don't Absolutely. reach out to them, just like your golf story, which I think is great. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, you either are or you aren't diverse. But if you want to become diverse, you have to be inclusive. And uh, inclusiveness is a choice. I recommend people go to episode number 672, where I, I talk about that at length. Uh, so how do you create equitable opportunities uh, for other uh, demographics uh, abilities within an organization? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, obviously this BNI system, the structure is for everyone, uh, you know, and it needs to be accessible to all business people who identify with our mission and our core values. So one of the best parts of BNI is that it grows, you know, by word of mouth. And that's one of the hardest parts about BNI at the same time, of course, right? So like only people in the quote unquote in the know uh, find out about BNI. And most people interact with people who look like them. So yeah. that, you know, like I mentioned, they may go to the same like religious, um, you know, uh, place of worship or yeah. live in the same geographic area. Um, and as an organization, we have to make a deliberate effort to go to the place uh, places of business, you know, like those organizations, maybe reach out, you know, or create affinity groups um, and then create uh, visibility, credibility and profitability for those folks so that more people know about the opportunities. So um, I did create uh, in Boston, there is a predominantly black area um, that I wanted to launch a chapter in. I mm -hmm. knew that was actually a, a lot of commerce was popping up there. And I knew this because of the people that I had been networking with. I belong to, you know, black business associations and so forth. Um, and people, some people, uh, you know, not not people directly from BNI, but some some other directors were like questioning um, if it could work there. And it really took me time to. I, I honestly had to really get the trust of them because, again, of what we spoke to before. But they saw that it works, and now they are like my most thriving chapter in Boston. Um, so they, but it took time, you know, because they had to know it had to be word of mouth. It had to be, this is going to work for you. The system works. Um, and they're, they're loving BNI. They love it. Um, it's really fantastic. They got on TV with the group as a result. Mm. Um, they were in the newspaper. Like it was really very special. Uh, and again, for myself in particular, like it was all my launches are wonderful. I love them all. Uh, but that one in particular was, was really, really amazing. Uh, to do in that area. Yeah, it's an amazing story. And, uh, you know, BNI does work everywhere. I mean, we're in 70 countries, in different cultures. Um, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it works everywhere. It just really comes down to uh, having the commitment to make it work uh, in, in various communities all around the country and around the world. Well, we're running out of time. Uh, talk to me briefly about why the BNI Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Panel, which uh, you're on in the U.S., is yep. working. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in the U.S., I want you to think about how, what Claudia is going to share with you here, how that might apply in your country. And maybe talk to your executive director or your national director about doing something like uh, what's being done in BNI U.S. in your country. So, Claudia, uh, talk a little bit about the panel. 
Absolutely. So uh, we had interviewed people um, from all aspects, like all areas of BNI US. So both on you know the core side and the franchise side, executive directors, members, and everyone in between. Uh, we wanted to have something again just as diverse as what we wanted to represent. So we have many you know races, uh, gender, uh, sexual orientation, all types of different um, you know identities. And it really is, we've been working on, we meet bi-weekly and uh, it has been amazing just to find these folks. Um, they're, they're truly talented. I, I really feel honored uh, to be leading this, this amazing group of, of folks. And what we've been working on is really, uh, there's four subcommittees. So there's like the training committee. So working on different training. So we've been really fortunate to work with Laura de Rosal, Rosal I believe. Her mm-hmm. name is in Ireland. Um, on like some of the business builder stuff, updating that, making sure that it's accessible for both hearing impaired and visually impaired, uh, making sure some of the language is more inclusive uh, gender wise. Um, so things things of that nature, uh, working on, uh, then we have another committee, uh, marketing and communications. So making sure there's more representation online. You know, we've been working with, uh, you know, folks like Terry Atkins, who's the CMO and uh, and Mina as well, Suni Basin, uh, who's the, the CDO. So like, we really, it's been amazing because a lot of times you hear about these panels and task force and they don't have be able to uh, to connect with people that can actually do something about what they're working on. And what you've just described, uh, Claudia, for those of you mm-hmm. listening, these are people all over the world in BNI that she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. So like when you talk about a global impact, um, it does matter, you know, like I do believe that it's not just the U.S. and I do th- feel and hope that other um, you know, and we've been working like in getting ideas from like BNI South Africa and, and mm-hmm. other, uh, you know, um, organizations. So it's been really like amazing. Uh, and then we have the, uh, you know, the three plus one, you know, Launchville and Retain folks working on different efforts there. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, hiring, like looking at our hiring practices. Are they transparent? Is it even footing? You know, so it's been really awesome. And I well, really feel like we've made a huge difference. Claudia, this is great content. And uh, I'd love to have you back to talk about it more when mm-hmm. you, you have some more ideas that you've come up with uh, with your panel. And um, hopefully we'll have some other countries create a diversity panel as well. Uh, you're doing really, really important work, Claudia. And uh, I, I appreciate what you're doing for BNI very much. Uh, for those of you who are interested in connecting with Claudia, you can uh, connect with her at Claudia Connects on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you. And Claudia, would you thank the panel for everything that they're doing? Uh, Thank them on my behalf. Personally, I appreciate it. Absolutely, Ivan. Thank you so much. Over to you, Priscilla. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Claudia. It sounds really amazing what you're doing. I'd just like to say that the sponsor for this podcast is Ivan's Inner Circle. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com where Ivan has assembled a variety of interesting topics for you to learn about and also to participate in. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.